In this episode of the Audacity Channel podcast, I want to talk to you about the importance of setting the proper luffs level for your podcast. Hey friends, Mike Adams here with the Audacity Channel podcast. Setting the loudness of our podcast is extremely important. As an end user or a listener to a podcast, I don't want to have to constantly change the volume of the podcast up and down as voices get louder and voices get softer. That's especially annoying to me if I'm in the car. Listening to a podcast in the car is kind of the ultimate test of whether or not that podcast has been produced well, at least in my opinion it is. And having an incorrect or bad loudness level set in your podcast can really cause you to lose listeners. When we're talking about loudness, we're talking about the perceived loudness of an audio file from beginning to end. We're not talking about actual loudness in terms of peaks and RMS at any given moment, but we're talking about overall the perceived loudness long term of the audio that we're listening to. How loud is it perceived to be? And podcasts have two standards set for loudness level. If I'm going to export my project as a stereo podcast, then the loudness target that it needs to hit is a minus 16 dB LUFS. LUFS simply stands for loudness units, full scale. Full scale is 0 dB. And so the number negative 16 LUFS is telling me that the perceived loudness of my stereo podcast needs to be minus 16 dB below 0 dB. And if I'm exporting a mono podcast, that needs to be set to a minus 19 LUFS. Well, how do I hit that target? How do I know that I'm doing that? How do I know that that's working? Well, setting our loudness level actually starts a little bit earlier. Setting our loudness level starts with compression. I mentioned several episodes ago that I use the DBX286S audio processor as my preamp and audio processor, and I use a slight amount of compression on it. I have a little bit of compression set on it, so the audio is compressed before it ever records. That is, my compressor is applied before the audio is even recorded, so that when I look back at the recording of my audio, I have a good dynamic range. In other words, there aren't extremely loud parts, there aren't extremely quiet parts. The waveform is quite symmetrical and consistent around the zero or quiet point of the waveform. There's not big peaks and there's not big valleys, because I've added a small amount of compression to it. So when we talk about luffs or loudness, let's start the conversation by talking about the need for compression. In the last episode, when I talked about the real-time stackable effects that I use, I didn't mention compression because my file is already compressed before it ever hits the recorder. I'm using that hardware compressor within the DBX286S. But if you don't have access to that, I would suggest putting a small amount of compression on your audio if you're not already doing that. What that does is it decreases the dynamic range of your audio. In other words, it brings the higher points lower and it brings the lower points up a little bit so that they're closer together. And I don't use very much compression because I found that when I do, my audio sounds real airy and my breathing gets really enhanced and I don't want that. I don't want you to hear that. I don't want to hear that. So I use a very small amount of compression, but I use enough to reduce the dynamic range, that is the range between the loudest parts of my audio and the quieter parts of my audio, so that it's consistent from beginning to end. Compression is very important, in my opinion. And having good compression on your audio helps to lead to a good LUFS level and a consistent LUFS level. 
If you use a service like Alphonic, Alphonic is going to compress that file for you. Alphonic's going to do a really good job of setting your LUFS level because it's going to add some compression to it at the same time. And the file that you get back from Alphonic is going to look beautiful. You can look at that more at Alphonic.com. I used to use the Alphonic desktop leveler. I used that for years, and maybe once in a while I'll still go back to it. But anymore, I use a real-time plug-in to hit my loudest target, so I haven't had the need to use Alphonic or any third-party software in quite some time now. So let's get back to the issue of setting our LUFS level and how we know whether or not we've obtained it. There are some good plugins out there for monitoring and or setting the LUFS level. First of all, Audacity has a built-in one. The loudness leveler within Audacity is called Loudness Normalization, and you can use it to set the LUFS level of your podcast. You can also use it to set the RMS level of your audiobook if you're recording an audiobook. And that loudness normalization plugin that's included with Audacity is really good. It really hits the target. But keep in mind at the same time that it's destructive to the waveform that you're putting it on, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Just be aware of that and know that it's doing that because once you save your project and close Audacity and then you go back and reopen it the next day or an hour from now, you can't undo that destructive editing that's been done on that track. Whereas if you get a stackable effect, a real-time stackable effect to do loudness, it's non-destructive. And when I go back into Audacity the second time after I've closed and saved it, it will still be there and I can undo it. I can change the parameters. I can do whatever I want with it because it's non-destructive. But Waves makes a very good loudness plugin. It actually has two of them. There's the Waves WLM meter which you can use to measure the LUFS loudness of the file that you put it on. And there's the Waves WLM Meter Plus. The Meter Plus has the ability to not only monitor LUFS, but to set the LUFS level on your audio. And these are available as real-time stackable effects that Audacity supports. The Waves WLM Meter Plus can be a little bit intimidating to use the first time, but there are some good instructions that come with it. And you can use it to set the target LUFS level for what you're recording. And then once you set it, you can use the meter function to measure it. And it works really well. So when we have a good combination of compression and loudness leveling, our audio is going to sound great. And the end user isn't going to have to chase the volume knob up and down to try and hear what's going on. Basically, they'll be able to set it and forget it. Because you've done a good job of of both compressing your file so that there's not this big dynamic range between the louder parts and the quieter parts. And then in addition to that, you have set the proper LUFS level. And so once they start listening to your podcast, it's going to be a pleasant audio experience for them. And that's our goal, isn't it? Our goal is excellent audio. Let's circle back around. Let's talk about Alphonic for just a moment. If you can't afford a good LUFS plug-in, like the Waves plugin, which I think runs around $40 or so, maybe $30, depending on if you get it on sale. Another option is to go to the Alphonic website, and I think they still have the two hours free per month that you can upload audio and you can have them process it for you. You just upload your audio to their website, you set the parameters that you want, they process the audio, and then notify you when it's ready to go get. And I think you're going to like the way that that audio looks and sounds when you import it back into Audacity. You're going to see some very nice compression on it. You're going to see some noise reduction that's been put on it. 
and the loudness level is going to be exactly what you set it at, and it's going to be really good audio. So I'll have a link to that in the description of this episode to Alphonic, and you can go check that out. They also have that desktop app, again, which I've used for years. I don't use it anymore, but not because there's something wrong with it. I just use a different plug-in now. But that desktop app is going to set you back around $80 US, and the advantage of it over the website is that you don't have to be online to use it. And it does a really good job of setting your luffs level, adding a little bit of compression, and doing some additional noise reduction on your file. And again, I've used that for years and years, and I can attest to the fact that it is an extremely good product, and it is more than worth the $80 US that it's probably going to run you. So just to recap real quick, if you're doing a stereo podcast, you want to hit a LUFS target level of a minus 16 dB. If your podcast is being exported as a mono podcast, your target level is a minus 19 dB LUFS. And there are some extremely good tools out there, as I've mentioned, to assist you and to enable you to hit those targets easily and effectively. And setting the correct LUFS level is one more ingredient to exceptional audio. Hey, just a quick reminder, I do teach Audacity classes at audacitybootcamp.com. These are on-demand online videos that you can purchase that are yours for life with no additional fees. There's no recurring fees. And my videos are comprehensive in guiding you on how to use Audacity. There are two courses there. One is for podcasters. It's called Audacity Step-by-Step, Beginner to Advanced. And the second course that's there is called ACX Audiobook Production Using Audacity. Both of those courses are comprehensive in their scope. And I think you'll find them of great value in helping you to both master the Audacity software and hone your skills in podcasting and or ACX Audiobook narration. So check that out. The link is below, audacitybootcamp.com. And until next time, y'all take care.